Hey, today's motivational quote comes from a man named William Hazlitt. And William said, if you think you can win, you can win. Faith is necessary to victory. I'm going to say that one more time. If you think you can win, you can win. Faith is necessary to victory. Now, I love this quote because what William is literally saying is, you will do whatever you believe you can do. So as an English learner, sometimes it's difficult when you're studying English, but if you believe you can do it, you will do it. All you have to do is believe in yourself. So even when things get difficult, even when things get hard, believing in yourself, telling yourself, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can learn new words. Yes, I will be able to speak English fluently. Yes, I will be able to think in English and express myself in English. All of these things, all of these phrases and statements that you tell yourself will see good results. So once again, like William says, if you think you can win, you can win. Faith is necessary to victory. So as your teacher, I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you to build yourself up, to encourage yourself, to remind yourself that you are amazing. You are learning another language. And even when you make mistakes, remember, just like in the last episode where I talked about mistakes being okay. Don't worry about your mistakes. Just keep pressing forward. So again, if you think you can win, you can win. Faith is necessary to victory. Remember that I believe in you. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear new English words, expressions, and so much more. You will also learn how to think creatively in English and express yourself like a native English speaker. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's episode, you are going to learn two new vocabulary words and two new expressions. The vocabulary words are surreal and impressionism and the expressions are art imitates life and break a leg. But before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about today's English resource. That's right. Today's English resource is the weekly English words membership. You see, for so many years, I have been teaching students and they have told me that teacher, It's so hard to be fluent in English. I want to sound like a native English speaker. I want to learn the vocabulary words that you all use. I want to learn the expressions that you all use. And I've heard these uh, requests and complaints over and over again. And I realized students like you need help. And the main help will come from 
natural English conversations. You see, as a native English speaker, there are certain words I use and certain expressions I use naturally in conversations that will not show up in books. And that's exactly why myself and teacher Julie created the weekly English words membership. Every single week, you'll get two natural English conversations, two videos of myself and teacher Julie having real English conversations about real topics. And during those conversations, new words and new expressions will be used. And you will learn those new words and expressions as teacher Julie teaches you each word and each expression with video explanations. You will not find this anywhere else online. It will help you sound more like a native English speaker. So all you have to do is go to weeklyenglishwords.com. One more time, weeklyenglishwords.com, and you will learn tons of vocabulary words and expressions. All right, now we are ready to learn some words and expressions in today's episode. All right, here we go. Now, the first expression, excuse me, the first word we're going to look at for today is surreal. One more time, surreal. All right, now the word surreal just means having the qualities of surrealism or bizarre. So one more time, having the qualities of surrealism or bizarre, like it doesn't look natural, it doesn't look real. So I want to tell you about this drama, this Korean drama that I watched with one of my friends. Now this drama, I'll tell you the storyline. The drama was all about a robot, but the robot looked like a human being. And I'll be very honest with you. They picked a very handsome man to play this robot. So this robot had human features, human characteristics, and it even seemed like he had some human emotions. What had happened was his mother uh, was the creator. She had created him and I won't give you too many details because you may want to watch it, but she had created him and she made him really seem like a human being. So he comes in contact with this woman who was actually a human being and they have many different interactions and the woman starts to fall in love with him. She then realizes he's a robot, but she doesn't stop her feelings because he looks like a human. So it was a very surreal storyline because a human being and a robot can't really, they can't really have kids. You can't really be in a love relationship. Even though there are people who like robots, you can't really be in a relationship like you are with a human. But the drama made it seem like they really fell in love and like they were going to be together. It was a very surreal storyline. Makes sense, right? All right, good, good. So one more time after me. Surreal. Excellent. All right, now the next um, thing I want to do is give you three sentences using this vocabulary word. Here we go. The first sentence is, the work of Salvador Dali is the perfect representation of surrealism. Sentence number two. Frida Kahlo was one of the first women of color to be recognized for her surreal artwork. 
And finally, sentence number three, the show's surreal storyline was not popular at all with fans of reality television. So again, after me, surreal. Excellent. All right, now the next vocabulary word we have is impressionism. One more time, impressionism. Good job. Now, impressionism is a style or a movement in painting originating in France in the 1860s, characterized by a concern with depicting the visual impression of the moment, especially in terms of the shifting effect of light and color. So impressionistic artists, artists who really focused on impressionism, thought about movement and the way light affects color. Maybe you've heard of a famous artist, Claude Monet. He's the one that painted Starry Night. And I can remember when I first saw that painting, Starry Night. It made me feel something. Something about the painting made me feel like I was moving with it. I want you to picture this. There's this area outside. It's at night. There are trees. There's a church off in the distance. There are rolling hills. There are different homes and each home has a light lit in the window. And then you look out and see the moon. You see this crescent moon in the sky and stars surrounding it. And think about standing outside and how you feel when you just look up and pause. And you look at the stars and your, your head just slowly moves from left to right. And something about being outside it, at nighttime and enjoying the sky and the universe moves you. That's exactly what happens when you look at the painting. Claude Monet used the impressionistic style to make a viewer feel like he or she is moving along with the painting. The sky seems to be flowing in circles and moving from left to right above the rolling hills. He was an amazing artist and he painted in the impressionistic style. So I want to give you some example sentences using this word. I think you like that depiction, right? You could see the sky as I was saying it, right? <laughs> All right, here we go. Sentence number one. Claude Monet was one of the earliest defenders of the Impressionist painters. Sentence number two. Japanese poetry is based on Impressionism, which suggests a great deal more than they actually express. And finally, sentence number three, regarded as the founder of Impressionist painting, Claude Monet was born and raised in France. So once again, after me, Impressionism. Excellent. Very good. Very good. Now let's move on to our two English expressions for today. And don't forget, if you want to review these, all you have to do is look in the description. Everything is listed below with the sentences so that you can practice. Now the first expression is art imitates life. One more time. Art imitates 
life. All right. Now, art imitates life. This just means the observation that a creative work was inspired by true events or based on a true story. And I actually have a true story about some paintings and pieces that I did, and they were based on real life, which really goes in line with this expression, art imitates life. So a while ago on my YouTube channel, I told you all that I quit my job at NASA. Now I eventually did go to South Korea and I became an English teacher. But before that time, I actually became an artist. I did art full time. And my goal was to share and spread a message. You see, I had a really big heart for homeless people. I believed that they had a story to tell. I believed that something deep needed to be seen through their experience. And I believed that we as individuals who weren't homeless needed to help them more. So I started spending time with homeless people. I would go downtown in DC and have conversations. I had an opportunity to have lunch with some homeless people. And after these interactions, I got inspired. I would go home and I would draw painting, paint paintings. I would draw pictures based on the stories that the homeless people told me. And I remember one time when I was walking by a McDonald's downtown in DC, there was an older gentleman sitting in a wheelchair and I could tell from his clothing and from his kind of unkept hair that he was homeless. So I asked him, Hey, would you like something to eat? He said, yes. So I bought him something from McDonald's and I handed it to him and I could tell that he was looking at me funny. And he said, would you mind eating with me? So I said, okay. So I sat down and he proceeded to eat and I had something too. And he proceeded to tell me his story. He had been in the military and you know, when he got back to America after serving, things just didn't go well for him. Lost his home, lost his family, didn't have a job. And eventually he was homeless. He became homeless and his story hit me because he was a regular guy who just fell into hard times. So I came back home and I started thinking about a way to put his story in a picture. And I eventually drew a picture, a large picture of a man with dreadlocks whose eyes were so full of compassion, but you could tell that he had led a hard life. So my picture imitated life. My picture was based on his story, true events, which again is what the expression says. Art imitates life. Makes sense, right? All right. So I want to give you three sentences that use this expression. Here we go. The first one is radio was a powerful film about a man with intellectual difficulties who rose to fame. It was truly an example of art imitating life. Sentence number two, his art pieces were a reflection of his triumphs and adversities showing that art imitates life. And finally, sentence number three, although art or music imitate life, sometimes a work of art can inspire someone in life. So once again, after me, art imitates life.
Excellent. All right. Now the second English expression we have for today is break a leg. One more time after me, break a leg. All right. Excellent. Now break a leg literally just means good luck. That's right. In English, we say break a leg. Now we don't want you to literally break a leg, but it just means, Hey, good luck. You can do it. I'm rooting for you. And I want to tell you about something that happened when I was in South Korea. So when I was studying Korean in South Korea, I studied with students and individuals from all over the world, China, Japan, India, from all over the world. And we had great teachers. And one semester I decided, Hey, we should do a big event for our teachers to tell them. Thank you. So we organized this huge banquet and part of the banquet included a presentation, like an entertaining show. And one of my friends was going to be the dancer. She was going to dance on the stage for the teachers. Now, you know, leading up to, we planned for a few months leading up to it. She practiced a lot and she felt very comfortable, but the night of the performance, she suddenly was nervous. So she was backstage practicing and then she came out and she said, only now only means older sister in Korean. She's only, I'm, I'm nervous. I, I, I don't think I can do this. And I said, Hey, you can do it. You've been practicing for a long time. All the teachers are waiting for you in their seats. They're excited. Your friends, the other students are excited. Your classmates, you can do it. Now in Korean, I said, fighting. It means you can do it. But in English, I could have told her, Hey, break a leg. Good luck. You can do it. Now she did an excellent job and her performance was one of the highlights of the evening. The teachers loved it. Everyone stood up and applauded her when she finished. But even though she had been nervous, she did better and exceeded her expectations. So again, right before she went out, I told her, Hey, break a leg because I believed in her. So it kind of makes sense, right? Break a leg. Good luck. You can do it. Make sense. All right, good. So let me give you three sentences that use this expression. All right. The first sentence is, I know you are nervous about tonight, but you'll do fine. Break a leg. All right. Sentence number two, you have an exam tomorrow. Whoo, break a leg. And sentence number three, break a leg shouted the stage director to his actors before the beginning of the play. All right. So one more time after me, break a leg. Excellent. Very good. Very good. So we had our expressions and we had our vocabulary words. So you know what time it is. Oh, you know what time it is. It's, it's, it's story time. It's, it's, it's story time. Come on, come on, go bounce with me. Come on, come on. It's story time. Hey, it's story time. Come on, uh, just bounce your head. Uh, it's story time. Here we go. Hey, it's story time. Come on. <laughs> it's story time. All right, guys, it is story time. Now, again, 
We had two vocabulary words and two expressions. The vocabulary words were surreal and impressionism. And the expressions, art imitates life and break a leg. So I am going to tell you a story in real time using both vocabulary words and both expressions. So here we go. Now, Samantha was a wonderful individual. Everyone loved Samantha. And part of the reason people loved Samantha was because she had a vivid imagination. You see, Samantha worked at a marketing agency and whenever they had meetings and they were trying to brainstorm and come up with new ideas, they always loved asking Samantha for her ideas because she would come up with these situations and scenarios that seemed a little bit surreal. They didn't seem realistic, but for some reason, Whenever they followed her surreal ideas, they always worked out perfectly. You see, Samantha was kind of like the person that wrote that Korean drama I told you about earlier, how a, a robot dated a human being. That seems like an impossibility. It's a surreal situation. But Samantha would come up with situations and scenarios very similar to that for her company and her team to work on for other agencies. They would market their products using these amazing ideas. So one day after a meeting, Samantha's coworker walked up to her and said, Samantha, I just don't understand. How do you come up with all these amazing ideas? Everything seems so surreal. Like you're living in a different world. Samantha chuckled and said, you know what? I'll be very honest with you. You see, when I was growing up, I loved art. And my mom would let me walk through art museums and stay there all day with her, of course, just looking and studying paintings. And some of my favorite artwork was based on the impressionistic style. So like Claude Monet. And I loved looking at impressionist artists, impressionist artists paintings because they seemed to move me. It seemed like I could jump into the paintings. And from that time, I loved, started to love impressionism. So you see what happened was I was allowed to live inside of my imagination. As I looked at those paintings, things would start to form in my mind and I'd create these other worlds in my imagination. So over time I developed this skill and I've just continued using that skill even now as an adult. So her coworker said, ah, okay, that makes sense. It's very interesting. So they, they separated and Samantha went back to her desk. And as she was on her computer, she went to one folder on her desktop that said art. And this is what she used for inspiration. She would peruse different pictures and paintings that she had saved. And many of them were based on impressionist artists work. She loved impressionism, but there were a few that were realistic. A few that were based on photorealism and she found this one image and it really looked like a story that happened in her life, something that happened to her. And she said, man, art really does imitate life. It was a picture of a mother and a daughter looking at a painting. And as she looked at this picture, she realized, man, this was my life. 
and she realized she wanted to use this as inspiration for her team's next project. So the next day they had a meeting and she brought up the idea and they were all surprised because usually her ideas were very imaginative and they seemed surreal, but this one seemed very realistic. And they said, okay, we'll follow your lead, Samantha. So they all started working on it and they developed their presentation and a week went by and they were finally ready to present it to their client. And they chose Samantha to be the one to present it to the client. So right as she was about to step up front to show the presentation, her, her coworker leaned over and whispered in her ear, break a leg. And Samantha just smiled because she knew she was encouraging her. They all believed in her. And that's exactly what she did. She went up front. She put on an amazing, gave an amazing presentation and the client loved what she presented. And everyone clapped and needless to say, they got that project and they all earned a lot of money because she knew how to let her imagination give her more ideas. You heard the words and expressions, right? You heard them, right? Surreal, impressionism, art imitates life and break a leg. Good job. All right. So you learned two new vocabulary words and two new expressions today. Now, I want you to remember, even though we're bringing this to a close, don't forget to get your English resource. I want you to join us in the weekly English words membership. If you really want to learn more vocabulary words from natural English conversations every single week and have a database of vocabulary words and expressions, you need to go to weeklyenglishwords.com right now. Trust me, you won't regret it. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to continue improving your English fluency, all you have to do is click the link in the description to get today's special English resource. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.